live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on November 25th, 2019. Uh, to hit the internet, it's the very next day on the 26th, 2019. 2019 years of this calendar, huh? 2019 years, and it's all coming to an end because some guy said he hated Indian food. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Big story. I know, I know. You haven't heard about it? <laughs> wait, wait to hear about this. This is the show, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify. All these people can go to hell, right? It's, and uh, Twitter, at BrianBuck13 and at Red Ticket Blues. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving's coming soon. What do you like? Do you like the cranberry? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I'm going, to see, I'm going back east to go see the family, uh, family and friends. Not looking forward to the weather. I'm done, done, done with cold weather, but uh, it's something you have to deal with when you go to the east this time of year. So uh, that's what it is. I don't know what I'm getting. Christmas, we might not even go to Puerto Rico. We might, we might have been, we might have waited too long, and uh, so we might not be going there. So it's going to be very interesting what we're going to do for two weeks. Just look at each other. That should be fun. Uh, talk about hey, how we'd normally be in Puerto Rico. That yeah, we can have those conversations. It'll be a lot of. It's going to be. It's going to be a lot of. Fun. I'm just joking. We'll find something to do. Um, little stay vacation. No, it's called staycation. Jeez, can't even get the stupid saying right. Anyways. So, I'm getting better. You know, didn't no podcast last week, but you know, we're, we're trying to stay somewhat consistent. Got a few things to talk about. I don't like this new feature on Twitter that tells me people are talking about certain things. I, I don't care. If I wanted to be talking to them about it, I'd be talking to them about it. I don't need to know. No offense to these people. I don't need to know that Funhouse and Frank Vinolgi are talking about the Ravens and Rams. It. Sorry, I don't need that. I don't need to be notified of that. There has to be a way to turn that off, right? No, it just takes me right to the game. No, I don't want to watch this game. I hear Lamar Jackson is uh, lighting it up. Oh, Jesus, 45 to 6. You know, I hate to be all Francesa-like, but, I mean, quarterback, like, see less often. See, how about see never? I don't want that. Um, I hate to be Francesa-like, but you're a running quarterback. I mean, when you're when you're on, the play is exciting, dynamic, electric. But when, uh, you know, they catch up to you, it's a short career. I know. Okay, boomer. <laughs> which which is just a hysterical saying these days. For those of you who don't have context to it, some some person and I'll got you know, I got about half the facts, right? Some woman was speaking about the environment in some other country and uh some congressman laughed and she just said, Okay, boomer, and then continued on his speech and she was like Slay Queen, Oh my god, yes, get a girl Like everyone just lost their shit. But now people use this phrase um to just for things you don't like. Be like uh, can you take out the garbage? Okay, boomer. Well, maybe, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe that happens in people's houses. My only interaction with most human beings is on Twitter. Uh, so, yeah, I got that. No, actually, we actually, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but, yeah, okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. I don't think Roger Clemens belongs in the Hall of Fame. Okay, boomer. Like, Jesus. That's 2019, man. That, that, that's what it is. That, that's just glob onto something, you know, Eat it as much as you can. Eat a pile of it like just a hot fudge sundae and then just spit it out afterwards and then go on to the next thing. Just like a fat pig at a buffet. That, that's really what it is. Give me more of this. Give me more of that. I'm going to indulge myself. Maybe it's all. Is, is life always been like that? I'm, I'm, I know that, that I've, this is probably the umpteenth time I've talked about just how social media has just ruined things. I almost want to just take a break from like phones to see if I could do it, you know? To just put a phone down for like a day and just say, I know where the phone is. It's upstairs. I don't need to talk to anybody. 
Um, you know, I can check it to see if someone called, you know, but I could just keep it charging there. I don't need to check Twitter. I don't need to check email. I don't need to, to, to do any, play the stupid shark game, uh, which I got rid of. Um, but you know, I, I don't, I, maybe I don't need it. Maybe I need to need to go basic, you know, that's what yeah, I, I mentioned the homeless people, uh, around my neighborhood. They seem to do a basic, not, not my neighborhood, but uh, creeping closer. Like, they, they seem to be getting closer in a sense. Like, you know, when you're headed down, down, uh, 95 to the South and you see all the signs for like South of the border, like, Oh, Pedro, 112 miles away. That's basically like seeing the homeless people laying around getting closer to my house. I know I'm getting closer. Uh, that's probably not a good thing. Um, but yeah, that, that's what it's like. It's, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting home here. Okay. It's cool. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, so let's start with the New York Yankees. Like we always do, even in the middle of November. So, uh, the Yankees, um, the Yankees did what we've been waiting for them to do. The DFA Greg Bird, which, you know, th- that's another thing about, about the social media. People like over exaggerating these emotions, I'm heartbroken. Greg Bird was DFA'd. Who who would ever be heartbroken about D? Like, imagine this is the thing. I, I can't imagine people actually saying this in real life. I can't actually picture someone. You know, just sitting there talking in line at the gas station. And you see the DFA Greg Bird, man, heartbroken. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, why? Why? Why would you do that? I can't stand this. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I couldn't get to sleep last night. Greg Bird was DFA'd. God. It, anyways, that's not even that's not even the bigger. You know, goodbye, Greg Bird. You can't say healthy, dude. It, it, it just was never going to happen. You had one big hit off of Andrew Miller, and yeah, forget it. He's done. He, he's such he's such a nothing in the history of the New York Yankees. But people lost their shit over it. I'm not right. I'm not okay. Literally shaking. I don't know if anyone actually said that, but, but the big one, obviously, Jacoby Ellsbury, the albatross of the uh, New York Yankees, which, you know, I, I, I said this a few podcasts ago. I mean, we kind of got to live without him. We, shit, I just said we, the, 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 the fans, the, the, the team, you know, even with that, like outrageous contract, because the Yankees have the ability and the means to eat that in a sense that they can pay him every year and well, maybe not every year, uh, pay him every year. And it, you know, it doesn't really affect them or maybe it does. Maybe that's why they haven't signed any big free agent contracts in a while. Well, they'd sign the person. The contract would be the part where they'd sign. But signed any big free agents. Yeah, they got Stan. He was in a trade, though. But, uh, you know, they finally got rid of him. And it probably will go down as bang for your buck. Even after, you know, it's been years. And obviously the, the inflation with baseball continues in, in, or in all sports, not just baseball, or in life, you know. Uh, keep what's, what's Powell doing that Fed Reserve? Bring those goddamn rates down. I want it down to zero or below zero. Which I really like to see that. The president's got a warped view of things sometimes. But, you know, the, when, even when you look at it, it was a seven years, $153 million. It might be the worst contract ever. I did the numbers, which I don't have in front of me. and uh, But I, they're ballpark estimates here. He could have played in, uh, I think it's a total of 960 games in this contract. He played in 500-something. And it, it ended up being like a 54% of the time Jacoby Ellsbury played. And, you know, very average OPS and you start to look at the numbers too. He just had a few good years in Boston because the numbers that he put up in, in New York for the overall amount in Boston weren't that different. I mean, the power numbers were a little more in Boston. I get it, but like, we're, you know, there's some of the, some categories were very, very similar, but, uh, we get uh say goodbye to Jacoby Ellsbury. I think the Yankees finally did the right thing. I hear some people saying, well, maybe they're eating that money because maybe they want to go after a big name, big name, uh, pitcher named Garrett Cole or Steven Strasburg. However, they're really kind of screwing themselves in the sense that they don't want to pay 
this thief, Jacoby Ellsbury, uh, saying that he went to different doctors, not approved by the team. So this is this is this uh, you know you could look at it in a sense that you know the Yankees who basically print money are they really going to be that petty? Apparently they are, and I think they've been pretty quiet in their displeasure of Ellsbury, and I think now they're really sticking it to him. Uh, I saw some people are like shitting on his like kid on Instagram or something, or like baby pictures of his kid. That's a little rough. I mean, Jacoby Ellsbury, I, he did, you know what the best thing he ever did? He never spoke. And I always used to criticize him for that. I say, does he mute? Does he speak? The best thing he ever did was never speak, never make any comments to the media. Imagine if it was just a, I mean, what could you actually be cocky about? But imagine if there, there was just a bad vibe, like, like the way Stanton acts with these cryptic, ridiculous answers and it not, you know, not answering questions. Oh uh, yeah. So that's her. Uh, but I did this. Uh, I don't have a great example, but you know what I mean? Yankees kind of look bad here. Um, yet the players union is uh, very strong. They like their players making money. So this should be, uh, I don't think this is, it's not unprecedented. I think it's unprecedented trying to withhold the money. I mean, I know that the Mets got mad at Beltron for doing something similar like this. Uh, Be- Beltron and uh, Alex Cora also uh, named in the uh, Astros uh, espionage uh, hold. To, boy, boy, what a, what a shit show that is, huh? And I, and I, and I hate to break it to everyone else. <laughs> like, Everyone is so mad at the Astros. They think they're this disgusting team and they should have things taken away. I This this has got to be... And, and, and I agree with that. But we also, from the same side of your mouth, say, everybody knew. Everybody knew. It's it's so ridiculous. Look how mad the Yankees were. Why did the Yankees say something? Why did the Yankees... You have Phil Nevin, the third base coach, apparently threatening to kick the fucking ass of one of the coaches on the Astros because they knew that they were cheating in the playoffs. Why did the Yankees go to Major League Baseball? Why didn't all these other teams go to Major League Baseball? They're all cheating in whatever way that, that they, they haven't been caught yet. I mean, they're all cheating. I, I hate to break it to you, whether it's steroids, whether it pick your poison. They're cheating in some way. Which I was listening. I forget what I was listening to. Was it the Bronx Prince Drive podcast? The Yankees were fined a few years ago for taking excessive pictures or whatever in Yankee Stadium. Something like that in 2016. I, never, I don't remember that. I covered that up pretty well, huh? But they're all cheating. But oh, but Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran, yeah, the 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 pride of Puerto Rico, and I and I love obviously my wife is from Puerto Rico. I love saying that. Listen, these Puerto Rican baseball players, you can't trust them. It's it's pretty obvious now, and uh, I'm i it's it's disgusting. And of course, that pisses her off. It's a good time. Everyone's having a great time. Um, well, maybe not her in that conversation, but I am. So we'll be interesting going forward. I still do, I think the Yankees are going to have to pay. See, this is the kind of thing that's going to screw them is what I meant is that, you know, the, what's his name? Garrett Cole and uh, Steven Strasburg, their, their, their agent is Scott Boris. You know, Scott Boris is the agent of Jacoby Ellsbury. The Yankees are trying to take money out of Scott Boris's pocket. Now, if Garrett Cole's offered $300 million by the Yankees, is, is it going to be about Scott Boris? You know, I think it, I think we'll, we'll make amends there and uh, do something, but you know, definitely tempting fate, Mr. Brian Cashman. So, uh, yeah, DD, uh, looks like he's been flirting a little bit with the, with the Phillies. Um, which, eh, you know, DD, I love you, but you gotta do what you gotta do. I understand. Um, is there any other, I don't know what they're going to do with Andujar. Just trying to think. Just trying to think. I mean, you can't get that into it. We're not even in December 1st. We're not even Thanksgiving yet. Trying to predict the lineup next year. It's a bit much. So, um, speaking of baseball, though, I promised to watch that A Rod show and give you a little, uh, little uh, 
whatchamacallit, review, which I didn't. So good job out of me. That's uh, definitely good. Oh, so Jeter, and then we've got the Hall of Fame starting here. And, and, and Derek Jeter, who, you know, I, I all I said was he's a great player. Like, because so many people like to troll him and say his defense was that wasn't, you know, up to par and whatnot. Listen, it, you know, he got older and his defense certainly declined. That, that happens to almost everybody. Um, but, you know, all, all I, I said was, you know, listen, his, his personality kind of, you know, rubbed me the wrong way as things went on. He was a little arrogant, some gaffes with the Marlins. And you would have thought, like, I sit there and troll Jeter on, on Twitter just to piss people off. And no one even says anything. Here, I give an honest comment. And people are biting my head off about this shit. Derek Jeter is a baseball player. Like, I, I, I don't understand that. Like, it, it's so odd to me that these people live and breathe and have families and have a job and still worship these players. Like, 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 like they're 10 years old. It's very strange. Very, very strange. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's on the hall of fame ballot and all these writers who think they're like so progressive or whatever, by voting for like Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens to be like, we've ultimately all decided for whatever reason that we are going to vote for steroid people. Now we didn't before, but now we've all come together, many of us for whatever reason. And we decided we are now they're not many and they just picking Jeter. All these people want to just have Jeter be the lone person, which do we have to do the whole, you know, Jeter ass kissing tour? I feel like we've done that already. We did it for a whole season. We're gonna give him. They're gonna be sports writers that give him gifts. I mean, not 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 gifs or gifts, but gifts with a T. It's it's a strange dynamic. So these people that you thought Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, you know, Kurt Schilling, whatever, you thought they were worthy of being in the Hall of Fame last year, but this year. You want Derek Jeter to go in all by himself so we can kiss his ass. And, you know, Derek Jeter is – is. I talked about his gaffes with the with the Marlins. You know, some people are like, oh, what gaffes? He, he's got to do what he has to do. And I know. That, that franchise sucks. Like, I, I there's no – you know how hard it is to win there? I, I understand that for – completely get it. You know, how about the gaffes like uh, firing a scout who was uh, – who had cancer? You know, I know you got to cut costs with the Marlins. Really? That scout had to be fired when he had cancer? You could, couldn't, you know, maybe – Smooth that out a little bit. Or, you know, supposedly talking all this shit to Stanton, like you will do what I say, or I will trade everyone on this team and leave you here. And that story got out. He didn't go to the winter meetings because he didn't want to listen to it. He didn't want to hear any uh, anything from any other. He didn't want to answer questions from the reporters. You know, stuff like that. Stuff like that. And then today I, I, I saw him. He, they were talking about how I saw Bernie Sanders tweeting about this, how they, they want to, uh, you know, I guess disband a bunch of minor league teams, which I, I don't really know anything about it. But then Jeter made this comment. It was, it was very weird. Uh, you know, throughout the organization, we want the facilities to be top notch. We want to give our players an opportunity to uh, develop at a rapid pace. And we want to make sure that the conditions are, are, are okay. great to, to help us right. develop major league players. Um, my understanding, there hasn't really been very many conversations, formal conversations. Okay. So you, know, you hope that it wouldn't play out publicly. So if I'm, if I'm, and I said this on Twitter, if I'm to understand that correctly, Derek Jeter would be more his preference to, you know, get rid of these teams privately uh, and uh, not let the public know about it, which in turn, he's telling the media, hence the public. Very confusing. And I was saying this to a great follow uh, on Twitter here. Um, what's his name? I remember his old name. Fan underscore Cornell. Uh, Jeter has has been in this weird, cliche-driven world 
of, of just, he's become a master of saying nothing uh, for so long that I don't even think he realizes how stupid he sounds. I mean, that whole thing there meant nothing. You hope it wouldn't play out publicly. Do, do, did you think that they were just going to put a big chain and lock around the, you know, the, the stadiums and that they would no longer play there? I, what are you trying to say? Oh, I really hope someone goes in with him in the Hall of Fame. I hope Kurt Schilling goes in. So it's all about controversy. It's so ridiculous. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. You know, actually, well, Bonds and Clemens, if you want to do, go the steroid route, whatever. They, they, they don't belong in. Even though if anyone doesn't – whatever. I, I don't even – who cares? Uh, but Albert Bell and Kurt Schilling are not in the Hall of Fame because they were mean to the media. Like how childish is that? How ch- how insane is that? These guys do this shit like 300 days a year, live, breathe the sport, and, 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 and jock sniff these guys. And I guess, you know, maybe when they're not treated well, they have all the power. <laughs> it's just, I hate baseball writers. I hate all these people. I, 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 I don't understand. And you know what? Even when they, and they just do shit. To just to just to cause a scene, and then when you ask something, that's the, when you say when you want questions. Excuse me, why answers? That's when they're really in their in their in their in their element, and then they'll be like, "Well, let me tell you everything that goes into my supreme and pristine head." Anyways, this phone is absolutely terrible. What is going on here? AT and T gave me their video bill, which it makes it so much more fun to to pay a bill when it's a video. Hi, Brian. You owe this mob of money. Yeah, that that's. Uh... Okay, let's let's move on. This podcast is a train wreck. Okay. Um, before I, well, I'm looking for my stuff here. Actually, we we went out on Saturday night. Like I never we we like we don't normally go out. We'll put it that way. We're out to like three in the morning. I can't do this. It was it was a different. Uh... I, I, I gotta pause this. Where, where the hell is this? Hold on a second. This is so the notes section with the iPhone. You just press like one button and it, and it goes into another universe. You have to look for it again. I mean, really, it was just the deleted file. But I'm just saying, at my age, going out till three a.m. that hurt the next day, and it was weird. It was weird going out at ten o'clock. Like that's where the night started, and I'm just like, oh god, oh god. I was like half asleep beforehand. Getting old, man. Getting old. Had a good time though. Had a good time. Went to this place in Sacramento called the Bank. It's an old bank. You go in, you like walk in the vault and stuff. <laughs> I know. It's, looking back at it, that really wasn't that interesting. But you know, at the time, it was it was pretty fun. Um, let's see what, what what else we got going on here. Uh, da, 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 da. I saw the Joker. I mentioned that in the last podcast, but I didn't really give any uh, highlights. Uh, interesting movie. Really wasn't that great. I mean, it, it was good. Uh, I don't think it should be the highest grossing like R rated film of all time. That's a bit much. I did see that it was just another outlet for. Uh, Depressed white men, I guess uh, that, that was the headline of something. Because, yeah, yeah, that, that's 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 me. I mean, I just want to start shooting. I mean, that, that I look at that and I say, that's me. That's what I want to do. I want to be the Joker. I want to just destroy things because I'm an angry white man. That's hey, <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. You got me. You figured me out. What else was I going to talk about? Was that it? Jesus. No, there's something else. Also, I, speaking of on the uh, racial line. The Miles Garrett uh, saying, <laughs> how bad is that? Dude, you go for a week and, you, and you, you apologize profusely. And then you say, Mason Rudolph called me a racial, uh, derog- well, I was going to say racial derogatory term, but I wonder what else, what other kind of term would it be? Uh, he called me some sort of racial slur. None of his teammates knew about it. I feel like if that were me, 
And uh, I feel like as soon as I hit him in the head with the helmet, I would have been like, do you know what he just said to me? He, he sat on that for a while. And also the reporter he told it to, you know, some of you already may know this. Josina Anderson, ESPN, tweeted out right when it happened. Uh, Ruoff must have said something egregious to Garrett like that. I've never seen him act like that. You know, must said something really bad. She deleted it like five minutes later. And shockingly, shockingly, a week later, Jacina Anderson breaks the story. Unbelievable. Not breaks the story, but he tells it to her. I think Schefter possibly broke the story. It doesn't matter who broke what story. But how bad is that? This isn't Jussie Small. I mean, oh, man. People's lack of perception and self-awareness sometimes. Like, Francesca's leaving, I guess, uh, next week. That dude is going to do a half-hour show on... WFAN from 6 to 6.30 after his final drive time. Like, who is telling that guy things? Who is saying, these are the decisions you should make? A half hour on the fan. It's literally like 15 minutes with commercials. Does it mean Steve Summers gets a half hour? Sometimes he gets more. Sometimes he gets less. But I mean, no offense to Steve Summers, but I mean, like, the the forum that is needed to articulate themselves for Steve Summers and Mike Francesa are two different things. Is that what Mike Mike Mike's just going to be in his basement doing like fifteen minute little? Oh, it's so so silly. People are just nuts. Um, speaking of people that are nuts, our president. So I wanted to talk about this. Um, Donald Trump, which I am not. I'm being. I, I'm very ignorant of the. Uh, I think intentionally of the impeachment uh, inquiry right now. I feel like we're at a point where Donald Trump could come out and say, I absolutely did it. And people would say he's innocent and Democrats would come out and say, we have nothing. And they're just like bombshell. He's gone. Impeach. I I feel like people are just yelling at walls these days. There's no, you, you know, when you debate someone and you know, they bring up a point and you're like, Oh, okay. I never thought about that way. Or, yeah, okay, you're right there. You got me on that one. That doesn't even happen anymore. We don't even say you got me on that one. It's just, no, that's not true. And while I do feel that the Trump people are maybe a little more uh, open to, not open to, uh, more open to that line of thinking in a sense. I guess it's a kind of an oxymoron, but open to the line of thinking of uh, denying everything. Everyone's pretty complicit, I'd say. Um, it's uh, It's an odd, odd time we are living in. I mean... I don't care who your guy or gal is, um, you know, when you have so many things you're accused of, don't you think maybe, maybe, maybe every once in a while, so-and-so's wrong or that, that, that they're not telling the truth. You know what I mean? When people deny, 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 it, it, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but what that, what was I talking about? Um, he's tweeting right now. How about that? Democrats committed to peaching in Trump. I love when Trump just, uh, retweets or he quote tweets all the people that make comments about him. Democrats committed to impeaching Trump for no reason. Will backfire in big 2020 victory for Republicans at Ingram angle, which I think is probably going to happen. Um, I, I, does anyone actually, um, is anyone actually, does it move the needle? Does Michael Bloomberg move the needle at all? I mean, I'm from the Northeast, obviously, and a lot of people that listen to this podcast are from the Northeast. Does it move the needle for anyone outside of that? Because I'll tell you, the commercials from Michael Bloomberg out here in California, oh boy, those are ramping up. I think I watched a, uh, what did I watch? I watched two episodes of Modern Family while I was just kind of digesting my food. I think I saw three or four commercials from Michael Bloomberg, and it is a long commercial, too. 
Um, and he basically, it's a long commercial where basically he gets out every stance he has about everything. It's like, okay, you can keep your doctor. If you want to keep your doctor, that's great. We're going to work on climate change. That's wonderful. Hey, and we're going to get him out of the office too. And you know what? We're going to take on big business. And it's just like, okay, whoa, 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 slow the fuck down. Um, but what I, my original point with Trump, (laughs) all these presidents are such liars. You know, the, the idea that they're all like religious, which is laughable, um, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, probably George Bush too, or any of those people walked walked into a church and, you know, said they would, they were, they had faith or they were spiritual. They'd probably be set aflame. So here's a new, this is not new. This happened uh, a few weeks ago. This is, uh, Donald Trump is a spiritual advisor. Um, and I think it's pretty insane that, uh, the white house has, spiritual advisors there there's the separation of church and state it started with george bush and then i think like obama kind of modified it to something i'd be more uh open to even though i don't think that even that should exist and that they modified it in the sense that you know we're gonna have uh you know people of every faith there which whatever you want people in the community votes whatever i i I don't like any of that stuff you know the, the, the bullshit and uh trump has just decided to pick his own people which you know, and they're all evangelical people. Uh, but he has a personal spiritual advisor. And I want you to listen to this lunatic. It is, uh, and now she's, she is employed by the, uh, by the White House. You pay taxes for this, this lunatic human being. Um, let's see, spiritual, I can't even spell, Jesus Christ. That's not it. I'm sorry. Um, Trump spiritual advisor. Stop. Do spiritual advice. Okay, where's the video I want? That was a good one. Where'd it go? Oh, this is it. Here we go. If you use Instagram, you oh, should goodness. definitely check this. Yeah, out. yeah, I'll definitely do that. Shut up. Wherever I go, God rules. When I walk on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. I had every right and authority to declare the White House yes. as holy ground because I was standing there and where I stand is holy. Yes. That's what I want to hear. To say no to President Trump would be saying no to God. Completely agree. And, and I won't do that. We are in a spiritual war right now. Let every demonic network that has aligned itself against the purpose, against the calling of President Trump, this let it be broken. is let it absolutely be torn out in the name of crazy. Jesus. I'm going to tell you what my thoughts are the thoughts of the King of Kings, the thoughts of the Lord of Lords. I'm downloading heaven. I'm downloading. I like this. I like what she's saying. We'll have to wait for it to get to a little more good one set. That that is. It, 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 it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling that someone would, would. And this person's name is Paula. What? Paula White. Sounds made up. Right. She has some, a few other gems here. We'll get to that later. It's all in there. Michael Jackson, Kid Rock, the president. It's all in there. All right. Thank you, Paula. What a great job you do. The evangelicals. I hear we're more popular than ever with the evangelicals. You're the only one that she'll tell the truth. Oh, she'll yeah. only tell the truth. Southern California is looking at ban- well. There's already law oh, like that's passed through the governor that says the Bible is a book of hate speech. I don't remember hearing that. Of it. Snapchat was created as the largest human trafficking because the great- this is and now now granted 
do I think Trump believes the crazy shit she's saying? Probably not. He knows that, you know, that the real, real dummy, dummy base eats that up with a spoon. But my Lord. And, and they show these pictures of all these people, like her talking and everyone putting their hand on Trump as if he's Jesus Christ. They make it seem like we've got a holy war going on here. Well, watch out, Harris. You want to start a holy war? Man, oh, man. I, I just saw that. I was like, my God. You know, I, I know that Alex Jones has been to the White House. He's more of an entertainer in a sense. I don't know if this person is too. But that is the person that is getting a paycheck, spiritually advising. Mm, mm, mm. I saw now that Trump, and I don't mean to me to do this, the, the, the whole Trump podcast, but I saw now that he is no longer working. This is a report. So who knows if this is true? Trump doesn't say this. And, and I've said a million times, the media makes up shit about him and they are out to get him. He's no longer working in the Oval Office because he no longer trusts his uh, many members of his staff. So he works in his private quarters. Uh, that's true. That's uh, it's very Howard Hughes-like almost in a sense. Uh, he's starting to lose his mind. Take some jars of urine. We'll start collecting those. Uh, not shaving. Uh, Trump's too vain. He'll shave. I can see him collecting the urine to be like, this is my urine. Anyways, this podcast has not been one of the top ones. That's for sure. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Jack Ryan. Uh, so I've been watching, I, I finished that and I, and I think I talked about the podcast, the first, first season of Jack Ryan on Amazon with uh, John Krasinski's from the office. Not a good show, but of course I'm a glutton for punishment. So I chose to watch it again. No, watch, not watch it again. I, that would be seriously, uh, I probably need to talk to someone professionally, uh, watch season two, which still could maybe do that. That is a very entertaining show. Boy, that is one of the stupidest shows I've ever seen. If you look up Jack Ryan, Amazon, or Jack Ryan second season on Twitter, you get a very divided crowd. People either love it or hate it. Now, for me, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and if you've seen it, um, well, I'm going to talk about it here. And if you haven't, you plan on watching it, you know, the next minute or two might be some spoilers. So just letting you know. Um, but that, uh, first of all, Jack Ryan is now the leader of like a squad. He's no longer the annals. We're not even playing that game anymore. He controls everything. Delta force. He is moving. He leads the brigade going into places, which, you know, is not really, I don't believe that's how it works. Um, he, he, the, the last episode of season two is probably one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. I'm not going to give you the whole plot here, but it takes place in Venezuela. They're trying to take out this like corrupt president, uh, because first of all, they went there. He originally went there with his friend, who's a senator, Jack Ryan. And the senator is killed in Venezuela. And, like, no one seemed to care. Imagine if a senator was killed, like, shot in the head, you know, uh, in a foreign country. That would be huge news. And they're just like, oh, yeah, well, we got to do something about this. I mean, come on. I mean, what's going on? And obviously, Jack Ryan, you know, he goes nuts and all that. And the second, I mean, excuse me, the last episode, though, my God. You know, they're, they're, they're coming back to take care. They, they're in some jungle. This is not the Jack Ryan podcast. I know this is all over the place and people are like, what am I listening to? But put it this way. The final part is at the Capitol Palace because they're going to take out the president. And I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. I'm saying to my wife, oh, I mean, on election day too, by the way, presidential election day, going to the presidential palace. And I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, you got to take care of business, right? They'll, they'll just uh, land the helicopter right on top of the palace. Like joking. That's what they did. 
That's what they did. And they went into this huge, huge kitchen, excuse me, this whole dinner with all these people for no reason. They were there to take out the president and also get their friend Bunk from The Wire, which they already knew where he was, supposedly. They're like, here's an outline of the, uh, here's the palace. We believe he's, he, he's going to be here. Why would you, how would you know that? And second of all, they didn't even go there. And they went through this whole dinner for no reason other than to shoot up the entire dinner. There was absolutely no plausible reason for it whatsoever. Just killing innocent people. People are just dead. It's just so dumb. <laughs> and they find uh, the, the, the Bunk's character. What's his name? Greer? I, I know. I'm going from a show that was on 15 years ago. They find him upstairs, which I thought they would be going downstairs. That is just a, a, a glimpse. Like, uh, let me let me look up here. Uh, I will look up on Twitter some of the some of the things about uh, Jack Ryan here. Uh, I know, I know. Some people are like, I have never seen this show, nor do I want to, and I don't want to hear any more about it. Honestly, Jack Ryan, but it is entertaining. I mean, just shoot him up, dumb idiocy, you know, brainless stuff. So it, it does pass the time. Jack Ryan season two. Okay. Uh, did anyone else laugh their asses off at the ridiculousness of the last episode of Jack Ryan season two? Uh, holy shit. Jack Ryan season two. My head is spinning after finishing this. It's even better than season one. You are a dumb dude. It was so good. It's a roller coaster of emotions. All these people saying, so, I mean, this is what I mean. It's, it's very, okay. No spoilers, but Jack Ryan season two ends on such a ridiculous note, a complete unearned big shootout that would in the real world end up with Jack Ryan in the Hague and the world rightly condemning a CIA back coup. That's the other thing too, about this Jack Ryan series. It makes it seem as if like the CIA, oh no, they're not doing these clandestine bad things. They're, they're helping people in freedom and democracy. Yeah. They're doing good stuff. It's just like, we got the shit. No one actually believes any of this. Man, Jack Ryan season two jumped the shark at the end. Holy moly. Okay, so I, I am not the only one who, who who believe this here. Jack Ryan season two. I love the books, but this last season was just was just superb and thrilling. I didn't really put that sentence together very well. Jack Ryan season two, fire, fire, fire emoji. I watched season two in one word sing today and I'm not a, and okay. You don't want to hear all this. I will say this. It is one of those shows I'm very looking forward to season three. We'll put it that way to just laugh at it and see how stupid it is. Um, also, someone made a good comment too. John Krasinski, he has like the same look when he's killing someone as he did when he saw, you know, Pam and Roy in the office kiss. Not a lot of range there from John Krasinski. Uh, yeah. Sorry, man. Oh, yeah. Well, well, he's doing better than you. He makes more money. That's what I love on Twitter. So in, insult a, an athlete. Oh, yeah. Well, I think he's doing better than you with contracts like that. And it's just like. Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? Anyways. Uh, so la last comment here. And this has been a source of debate on Twitter. I know everything's Twitter based to, to this week. I, uh, there's an account. He, he's, he does a lot of things. We'll put it that way. His name is Rich Catino. Catuno. I've never actually heard it pronounced. So, but I'm a, okay. Ruthless quotas at Amazon are permanently maiming employees. Uh, I already lost my train of thought. Rich Catino. Okay, so he is, just now, he's an associate team leader of H&R Block as well as Mets Beat Reporter. And he was doing some sort of ad sale. Basically, he's one of these guys that's hung around in New York forever, just doing little beat stuff all over. Different sports, a lot of it based off of the Mets. He's a portly fellow, probably in his 50s, 60s. Very odd. I mean, you can look him up on Twitter. It's C-O-U-T-I-N-H-09. Now, it's one of the most bizarre accounts. He has an 11 and a half thousand followers not verified but he says outrageous lies that 
there's been many a discussion on the app if this is a real account. Now, I did some search. Now, he, he did have a, a tweet the other day about this is how ridiculous this guy is. This guy announced he had cancer. And I'd say, like, half the people that responded to him didn't believe him. <laughs> it's that bad. So he basically thanked all these people, like, within the Mets organization and Mets beat writers and whatnot. Didn't, didn't uh, you know, at them. But he said all this and said, thank you so much for your support. None of them liked the tweet. I found that very odd. But then I went to SNY.com today because I got a lot going on at work. SNY.com, and I see Rich Catino, an article there. I click on it. And then it says you can find him on Twitter at this one, which links to this account. Now you're talking, Brian, why is any of this important? Well, let me read you some of the outrageousness. Uh, so again, look up this guy. This AM was out with my girlfriend for a breakfast and a woman wearing a Trump shirt began screaming at an interracial couple sitting next to me. I simply couldn't take it and told him we should step outside and settle this. Like most punks, he ran into his car and sped off. Like, who would believe that would ever happen? Like, do you think that they... Imagine actually seeing that. No, you couldn't. Shopping today. Somebody tried to take one of my bags. Said he was out of work and out of money. Which I love when people try to rob you. They always give you an explanation why they're doing it. Um, I told him he could have it if he came with me to see my friend who was looking for kitchen help in his restaurant. He did and got the job. Told him to keep the bag he tried to take from me. Just pure fiction. What... None of that is true. <laughs> Imagine someone trying to rob you, them explaining why they're robbing you, and then say, hey, buddy, forget about it. Come with me. I'm going to give you a job where you can buy plenty of those bags. And by the way, keep that back. What nice people at my new apartment in Portchester helped me move boxes all around all morning and reminded me of the building party tonight. Lots of Mets fans here who read my book, Press Box Revolution, and can't wait for the Mets 1969 book. Love living here, as I was told, pool parties are awesome. <laughs> First of all, not, not to shit on, but that Press Box Revolution book is like those classic books that they, you know, just random beat writer. They probably made like $250 on it. We'll put it that way. We'll give you one more, Jim. Fordham University has asked me to speak to ongoing seniors tomorrow at the university about career development. This comes at a great time, given my ad sales job search, guiding them in a business that has ups and downs. So Fordham University, a very, very highly uh, you know, esteemed university, asked Rich Catino, unemployed Rich Catino, to talk to the university about career development. Have you ever heard such a line of bullshit? So let's just, those are some just gems. Let's take a look at uh, just some of the maybe ones recently that we could uh, hop into. If anyone's finding this interesting. Well. Okay, so yeah, he's a big boxer. So this guy is getting chemo, supposedly. And then he goes to uh, box. He, yeah, he box. He hits the bag afterwards. And he had a, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, had a great boxing workout with my coach Mallory today. Mallory makes a lot of appearances. One of my jabs unhinged the small bag. <laughs> when asked what got into me, I told her a rough conversation with a family member yesterday. She said, Rich, I totally understand. I think he's a liar. Uh, let's see. Any, any, anything else before we uh, hit the hay here? Um, somebody mentioned to me today in my book press box somebody mentioned to me today in my book press box resolution that doesn't make any sense i predicted that with proper focus espn 98.7 had the asset michael k to unseat fan and ratings like most things in my book my words have become a reality well i mean you know it only took how many years to take down prince princessa um I, you know i'll say this 
touching on Francesca real quick. What a weasel. He is leaving before this, this ratings book is over. So he doesn't have to face the fact that he's going to lose to Michael K. What a worm. What a total weasel. Anyways, that is the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I want everyone to enjoy their Thanksgiving. Maybe I'll do a review of the A-Rod, uh, <laughs> A-Rod show. It's going to be like Jimmy Kimmel having I'm sorry. We didn't have time for Matt Damon. I want everyone to enjoy their Thanksgiving. Everyone be safe. Remember, uh, how pleasant it was when the Native Americans and the Pilgrims all sat down outside, by the way, and uh, freezing Massachusetts in the middle of November. Uh, and also, what time did they have Thanksgiving? It must have been early in the day uh, because it would get very cold and dark at night. But when they sat down and everything was so pleasant, and obviously when we know what happened afterwards, they slaughtered the Native Americans uh, and took their land. So <laughs> history repeats itself. Am I right? iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, follow, uh, Spotify, all that stuff. Follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's about it, people. Um, thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you next week. With all that being said, Fall back down